Now, this is your first tour since last year's US tour. You obviously still like to be on the road. You still enjoy touring, right? Yes. Uh, don't necessarily love being on the road, but uh, there is a fun element to it. And um, especially if you've got some sort of new music you're kind of you know, enjoying. And we've, we've got some really good stuff that we haven't been able to uh, come over to the UK and play for a couple of years because of the rotten coronavirus. So we've actually got a load of new music. So that makes it exciting to come and play, you know. So then uh, I, I will love it. New music sounds amazing. And you talked about getting a sinus infection, various issues, including surgery and MRSA, um, which stopped you working, obviously. I mean, how did you cope with that? That can't have been great as a singer. Well, it wasn't much fun. I mean, it was just annoying, really, because it just took such a long time to get rid of the MRSA. It's so uh, resilient against most antibiotics. So that was, it was kind of more annoying, you know, because you just knew you were going to get better, but it was taking forever. It took a few goes with a load of antibiotics to really work. Um, and my dad actually got MRSA, so I kind of knew it was going to be difficult to get rid of it, but I knew you, I would do it, you know. So it was just a matter of doing it, but it was, a, you know, it's just, a bit, <laughs> it's more annoying really, because we had this, you know, we were going to go on a tour and, uh, with this new music we've got, you know, so uh, we couldn't do it. So um, I've sort of been interrupted, so to speak. And uh, here we go. We're finally getting to rock. So I'm, you know, it's exciting, actually. It is so exciting, isn't it? And people are excited to rock with you as well. That's the great thing. Audiences are ready. They are ready for music. Well, I want to go back a little bit now. Let's talk about the band. You moved to New York City in 1981 to pursue your solo career with Steve Stevens. And you've had a long association with Steve Stevens and other members of your band, of course. What makes this group of people such a great team? I mean, if you've worked together for so long, you must be used to working with each other. So what makes it such a great team for you? Well, I think with Steve in particular, you know, we've both got different gifts we bring to uh, to Billy Idol, to, you know, the thing that is rather than me, you know. You know, I think that's what was so great, you know, that uh, I, I saw Lou Reed, you know, the Rock and Roll Animal Tour, and I didn't think that was the best uh, Lou Reed version, really, but I did think what a great idea. You kind of have a punk singer with an, inc- you know, a couple of, inc- with an incredible guitarist, and that was a little bit what even in punk rock we were kind of doing with Durwood, you know, Bob Durwood Andrews. We would have, it's still a punk rock group, but we had a great guitarist. And I just knew when I started my solo stuff, I, I just knew you had to have a, a killer guitarist. And meeting Steve, there's so much he could do. Once I really started to realize what he could do, I, it meant I could go all over the map musically. Whatever I wanted to do, this guy could nail it. And uh, that gives us this kind of freedom to move, you know, and then we kind of play off each other, you know, um, our different likes and whatever, and uh, it just works. And um, you're just not, you're not going to argue with that. And talking about bouncing off each other, working together, let's talk about rehearsing, rehearsals. How do you rehearse? For a live tour like this, how do you go about rehearsing, getting together in the room and getting ready for a live tour? As little as possible, if no. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, well, we do do a couple of, I mean, we sort of played in a bit on a lot of the old stuff, the classic Billy Idol stuff we, we played in on, you know, because this band I've got with Eric Aldenius on drums and Billy Morrison, rhythm guitar, rhythm and lead, actually. Steve McGrath, bass, and uh, Paul... Uh, uh, Trudeau <laughs> on the keyboard. We've been together, you know, this, this version uh, for about seven years. So we really played in in terms on the old stuff. And we're actually, you know, so it's just a question of coming to terms with whatever new stuff we're doing. And it's just, uh, we do have this new EP that's going to be coming out, Cage. And 
we, we've got a single that's going to be coming out called Cage with a video and Stephen Sebring uh, directed video. So it's kind of, we know, that's what we're going to be rehearsing really is these new songs that we're going to be playing. New music. That sounds great. That's going to be really cool to see that live as well. And uh, the UK tour is pretty intensive. You said you don't love to tour, but you like to. So how do you keep your energy up and, you know, manage it from a personal point of view? Because there's a lot to it. Touring is pretty intensive, especially this UK tour you've got coming up. So how do you manage it from a personal point of view? Yeah, well, that's it. I do kind of exercise and stuff. And um, yeah, these days what I really do is I just do the gig. That's kind of what I do mainly. Um, I mean, it's lovely to be able to be a tourist and stuff. But in general, I like to save all my energy for the stage. It's just that's where I'm at, you know, these days. Because you don't have... (laughs) don't have tons of energy to burn like you did once upon a time way back (laughs) (laughs) i love that it's so true though isn't it i mean whatever stage of the career you're at it is a lot of energy it is hard work so you need to save up energy and uh, people always like oh it's great you get to tour and go all over the place but you don't really get to see much of it really you just get to see the backstage area but on this show have you worked out the set list yet have you got the set list i'm sure you have it's not that long to go if you haven't why not leave it close to the wire but will you be doing any Generation X songs? Come on, are we going to hear any of those classics? We usually do do a Generation X song. What it'll be at the moment, I'm not quite sure. Obviously, we've got a, you know we've got a full range. We were doing uh, Your Generation actually more recently, uh, so it could be Your Generation. I mean, we were been, yeah we were doing that last October, November, September, October, November. So it could be that you know, and that's the fun. We've you know we've got there's Ready Steady Go. There's a, I mean King Rocker. There's a number of Generation X numbers we're most we know most of value of the dolls and most of the of the uh, first generation x album sort of the the better tracks so uh so we can throw anything we like in a different song and different night even you know so we're quite played in on that stuff yeah it's just really you know rehearsing the new stuff and that's what we're you know it's really exciting uh that we've got this really good new music yeah just because you need that you can't just go into the past and play what you've you know, sort of rest on your laurels now you've you got to have something that you're sort of really excited about, and that, you know, then the old stuff makes sense, you know, as well. Yeah, absolutely. And talking of exciting support acts, let's talk about them. You've got Television, a special guest performing all of Marky Moon. Now that's quite a coup, isn't it? I mean, that is fantastic. Exactly. Yes, I think uh, that'd be really fantastic for a lot of people who uh, love the initial sort of first wave of of punk that happened in the seventies, and uh, of course, uh, you know, in terms of people like me television would just that's who we were watching you know we were watching what was going on in the cbgb's in 1974 to whatever 70 when it went on throughout the 70s we were watching from england we were with those you know music papers the weekly music the greek the grainy the one grainy picture and dreaming into it <laughs> that's kind of what things were like back then uh there was no internet or anything like that. So it's just the, you, and it wasn't like people walking around with cameras all the time. So there'd just be these grainy pictures you'd see and you'd be kind of living, trying to dream into these grainy pictures, you know. So, <laughs> but that's what we we're doing. We we're watching what was going on in uh, CBGBs and people like television, you know, they're, they're, they're just really instrumental. I mean, I remember buying the white label, Little Johnny Jewel, you know, and, uh, and thinking, wow, they're making records. I mean, yeah, it was their own independent production, but the, that's what we cared about. Yeah, great memories, isn't it? Looking back at that. And let's talk about Bitter Taste, which references your almost fatal motorcycle crash. I mean, that memory, it must still be haunting you, right? I mean, that 
is quite a thing to reference back to, isn't it? Well, uh, it's more like uh, the further I get away from it, the happier I am in a way. So, um, and now it's quite a few, it's 30 something, you know, blah, blah years away from it. So, because uh, it happened in 1990. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, Bitter Taste was at the beginning of the pandemic that we wrote Bitter Taste and uh, we just knew right then I couldn't really write a song about the pandemic because it was all so fresh. So I thought well, about a time when, it, you know, a difficult time for me, I didn't know what was going to happen into the future. And so we wrote Bitter Taste. But on this new EP, uh, Cage, we did actually write a pandemic anthem because we now we'd been locked in for two years. And we just thought, yeah, that we had a load of experiences. Then we could, they'd marinated inside us and uh, now they came out as a, a great song. So it, it's a pandemic anthem, but it doesn't have to just be about a pandemic. It can be about any time that you feel held back by society or sort of or what's going on around you and you just feel sort of smothered or whatever, you know, you just got to break out. It's a fun song. So, um, so actually... Uh, We've actually moved on from Bitter Taste in, in terms of having a, a pandemic song uh, <laughs> to get your frustrations out. Yeah, you know, um, I've been fighting with my demons so long they've become my friends. You know, it's got lines like that in it. And uh, we boarded up our ambitions because down here on Sunset, Los Angeles, it was all boarded up. They'd boarded up all the windows because that's just what was going on, you know. Uh, so it seemed like our ambitions had been boarded up as well. So, we, yeah, we do have these this really killer new song and we've got a video for it as well so um, I'm excited that people will be seeing that and me now sat here talking to you about it it seems like a very optimistic song obviously you're drawing inspiration for something that was tragic a really horrible crash but it sounds like you've made it very optimistic it is actually yeah because you can overcome you can overcome what's going on really that's what it's about it's about yeah not giving in and uh, not letting the lockdown or what's going on around you completely destroy your ambitions or whatever, you know. So it's a, it's a fun song too. It's just a really kick-ass fun song as well and uh, killer. And Steve's Steve's just playing fantastic on this new EP. There's a lot more guitar somehow. It's a bit more coming at you. It feels like a step on from the last EP, the Roadside EP. It's a little bit of a step on. You know, we've our toe was in the water with the first EP. We're a little bit more in the flow now. And uh, obviously working with these young guys, we're working with um, Tommy English and Joe Janiak. Um, they're both really great. And Tommy English producing Cage and stuff. So we've sort of, you know, musically, uh, with the relationships me and Steve have got going on, they're expanding. And that that's a fun thing to be experiencing, especially at this stage of my life really or career or whatever the hell this is because uh who could have imagined that you know we initially just did the music back in 1976 we just thought god it might last six months might last a year maybe two but you know here we are a million years later still enjoying it 